Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast, and I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Greetings, friends. Guess what? We have merch now. Check out our exclusive Unhinged Network gear, including t-shirts, hoodies, and even, wait for it, coffee mugs! Plus some Unhinged show t-shirts and all that stuff. But more importantly, coffee mugs! Check out UnhingedSN.com for the official Unhinged Sports Network store today. And you know, get some stuff and all that glorious stuff. Enjoy the show, guys. Hello, friends and everyone alike. Thanks for listening to this episode of Time to BS Podcast, part of the Unhinged Sports Network. You can listen to more unhinged shows like the Air Raid Attack, Far End of the Bench, High Low Sports, and many more at unhingedsn.com. It's time to BS. Oh. <laughs> I'm to BS Podcast. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. Oh, man. That's good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we fucking made it. It's time to BS. It's not one of my uh, my proudest moments. That's for Imagine sure. You paid the price this Sunday for it. You paid the piper. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh thank you, Karma. The Church Karma. of Josh Allen. Karma, the yes. The Church of Josh Allen. The Church of Josh Allen. All these sins against you. Yes. The Church of Josh Allen is, is not pleased with me right now. A U Stadium podcast. Grace. Oh, uh, still struggling. <laughs> and part of the Unhinged Sports Network. And now to start your weekend with us. It's time to BS. Hello, ladies and gentlemen of the internet and of Unhinged Sports Network. Welcome to episode 102 of Time to BS Podcast. Uh, I am here. Dan, Mr. Staniel Smooth is here. John is here and joining us, making his glorious return to time to BS. Uh, Rob Taub, he's here with us. How you doing, bro? Good to see you. I'm doing good. And how are you? It's nice, John. Nice to finally meet you. Nice yeah. to meet you. Just uh, watching the hockey game and having a whole lot of fun. To do. Oh, so it's a glorious game. Oh, it's a wonderful time. Uh, John called this. Uh, so, John, you texted me. Uh, about a couple hours ago, saying that you said this would be like fight night back at Nassau Coliseum with the Islanders and Penguins, and you were spot on, my friend. 
It was the closest thing I could think of because it's a similar circumstance. Big name player gets hurt, team wants to retaliate. Oh yeah, but uh, Rob is watching the Islanders and and Caps game right now. Uh, Rangers Caps game right now. Um, I, this would this this is gonna be a bloodbath. I love this shit. I I think things have settled down after the after the, those first few minutes. I think the Rangers got everything that they needed to get at. Like they got all the anger and frustration that they needed to get out, and oh, no. Tom Wilson just got a ten minute misconduct, misconduct. So I think we'll. It looks like there's, you know, we're back to you know actual hockey being played and not, uh, not mm. like a wrestling match every five seconds. They just have to give it some time to these kinds of. They'll give it time. Michael like, Haley was somehow come out of retirement. The beef, like <laughs> beef like this, like this is how it usually ends up. Is it'll just you'll see like little conflicts throughout the game. Well, you you knew the Rangers were going to have to respond. Like, and John, let yes. me ask you: Would you wonder them to just not? I mean, the letter, the letter they sent yesterday was scathing, and it was, it was a very good response on their part. But you After knew you that they were going to have to letter, stand up. You have to respond on the ice. Yeah, you knew they were going to have to stand up for themselves, even without you know Truba and Kreider and all and Lingren. They were going to have to do something. You can't just let that happen to you. Uh, let no, them, you let can't. happen to our player and just not not have a response. It, it just it would have. I think that would have been led to an even bigger bloodbath. Uh, in oh the, yeah, you know, over the radio and the papers tomorrow that they don't respond. So, look, it, it happened. It was fun to watch. It was an old, yep. cool feel to it. And I think now it's you know we're back to you know boring old uh, like end of the season hockey. So let's discuss exactly what happened. Um, two days, I think it was last night or two days ago. Monday night. It was Monday night. So as we're recording this on a Wednesday, and this episode will be posted on Friday night. So if you're listening on Friday night, thank you for joining us. Um, but let's discuss what happened. Uh, this past Monday night, uh, the Washington Tom Capitals... Tom Wilson did Tom Wilson things. Tom Wilson did Tom Wilson, yes. The Washington Capitals and the New York Rangers have a long rivalry. that They have a long, historic, somewhat historic rivalry. Uh, par- partially due to the fact that it's, you know, Washington and New York. So these two fuckers don't get along too well. But Tom Wilson is very infamous, of the Washington Capitals, is very infamous for getting into a lot of trouble, if you want to put it that way. He's an instigator. He's an instigator, an asshole, whatever word in the book you Hockey want to put. Hockey has seen many players like him. Yes. That's so, Matt Cook. Oh, yeah. But gr- really good player, but an ass. Let's put it that way. So Amen. He basically cross-checks. Pavel Buzhnevich of the Rangers in the back of the neck. Already already strike one. Then he takes Artemi Panarin and throws him like a rag doll, like the great Kali did with with Rey Mysterio in the 2007 (laughs) Royal Rumble. (laughs) It's a good analogy. That's a very good analogy. (laughs) I knew to tackle your wrestling knowledge. (laughs) But, um, it's uh, and the Rangers released a statement the following day, saying that we, you know, don't approve of this. You know, every single word in the book. Uh, they call for you know, the director of player safety to be removed from their job. Uh, yeah. So, which is very ironic that he's director of player safety. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's extremely ironic. So. 
Tom Wilson was fined $5,000, which is ridiculous. The fact he was even fined or not suspended in the first place. And he should have been like suspended at least a game. Here's where it gets interesting. No, should have been way worse than that. Yeah. Yeah, just something, just anything more than $5,000. That's a joke. He should have been suspended. At least the rest of the se- the rest of the regular season. That's not at, a sucker punch wor- alone. At worst, the 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 rest of the regular season. At worst, the playoffs. No, I I think no, that would teach a real lesson though to um, the rest of the league. Well, okay, you have to almost look at it this way. Look at what happened between Pittsburgh and Philadelphia last night, and you had Travis Konechny. He was suspended by no, Shane Gossespierre. I'm sorry, Shane Gossespierre. Thank you very sorry for last. For last two games, for he got two, he got two games because. But it's Sidney Crosby. It's not Artem, Artemi Panarin is not Sidney Crosby. Even though they, have, you know, they put up the same amount of points and everything. Well, it's and a bigger name. Well, Sidney Crosby, the, the golden child, and that yeah. that plays a, that plays a lot into decision making, and it and it has for a long time now. And I, I just you have to compare those two and be like, okay, one was way worse than the other. And one almost could have been serious, serious damage to a, to a player. The other was more of a wrestling match, and they really, you know, they went at each other in a, in a different manner. Yeah, one so, seemed like classic hockey. One seemed like dirty shit. I think it, I really think it's just the the, the NHL protecting Wilson and the Caps, uh, and it, it's yeah, and it's not right. I've seen it for six years now, going back to when. Yeah. Tom Wilson, he almost he ended basically ended Lubomir Vesnovsky's career in oh. the 20th playoffs. Oh, I remember that. That's where everyone became to know him. That's where everyone first became associated with him, and we knew this guy was trouble. And it's just been an ongoing. Um, it's been ongoing now for a few years, and he's gotten away with a lot of stuff. And this year, yeah, he had the he had the seven game suspension, but he still hasn't learned. He's still a little, little cheap shots. I, I, even going back to when the Owls were playing the Caps last week, I saw it in Saturday's game. There were some, there, there were the little cheap shots that he every still gets. Every time to... you see, every time I've seen the Caps play, he's doing something cheap. Yep, it's his game. But do you yep. know how shameful it would have been on the NHL if they let a big point producer like Panarin get injured, seriously yep. injured, yep. for? By Tom Wilson in the game, that would have been embarrassing for the league. Frozen. This whole, whole fiasco was an embarrassment for the league. The way that they handled it, the way Bush it uh, all unfolded, it's just there. There's got to be some serious changes uh, to to what's going on with uh, with the Department of Player Safety. It does it, uh, for him for Wilson not even getting suspension it is disgraceful. It's there was a disgraceful. sucker punch thrown, and it gets even better. So. It gets even more interesting over the last, and Rob tweeted this out perfectly, the last 72 hours with the New York Rangers, they also fired President John Davidson and General Manager Jeff Gordon. Terrible which, move. Which, John, you have been very vocal about, David Quinn. Yeah. The fact that David Quinn is still currently the head coach of the New York Rangers, I'm sorry, that confuses the hell out of me. It's it's not just the David Quinn that has me mad. It's how much shit James Dolan 
let Glenn Stather get away with from about for 15 years. No, I'm talking just in that 2001 to 2004 time. Oh, shit, that's right. Those early years of Glenn Sather, what he did. Oh, compared to man. the first, compared to, like, say, what Gorton and John Davidson have done. And let's understand this. I mean, the Rangers are on the right track from a, you know, from a personnel team, standpoint. from a personnel standpoint and from a, and from a team perspective. Not the coaches, from a t- from a personnel perspective. They are on the right track. Alex Lafreniere, it looks like to be, you know, sort of a rising star in this league. Capo Caco, all hail Ryan Mead in the church of Capo Caco. But, but the right but, but he is but he is no comparison, Rob, to the great church of Wallstrom. <laughs> Rangers. What? Let's stick with the Rangers. I'm listening. But uh, <laughs> but the Church of Capo Caco has no match for the Church of Falstrom. <laughs> it's just fitting in, fitting in a joke in there. <laughs> but um, it's just it's confusing and it makes is no sense. Signal backing up. Your signal's good. My signal's good. Is Rob your signal good? Yep. All right, good. What? Uh, someone excuse. Yeah, it's it's John's. It's John's. Uh, it is. Yeah, but guys, I mean, I LTE. yeah, there you go. But like, there, it's it confuses the hell out of me that Davidson and Gorn were both let go when they it's, were actually getting players and on the right track. No, like the only thing that could really hold against Gorton is the um, Kevin Shattenkirk situation. And the Tony D'Angelo situation. Oh God! Well, the Tony the Tony D'Angelo situation was really out of his hands, and D'Angelo forced it all on himself. If you really think about it, but I I think we all know that this just screams James Dolan, and it, it's it's done. Uh, yeah. And now you have all these rumors about Mark Messier, who absolutely I don't think yes. qualified. Well, they'll call you. Huh? They'll call you. They'll call me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Right. Why didn't you watch that? I was talking with somebody on a, on their podcast. Oh. Sorry. Sorry about that. I'll edit it out. Don't worry. <laughs> no, um, but what I was saying was it. this is just James Dolan, his impulse to make moves when, when he gets unhappy and it's because I, not, one team is good, so he has to fuck up another team. But here's the problem, though, is they are in a rebuild, but they were supposed to take another step this year with all their incoming players, with their younger defensemen. They had the goalies in place. But it's a lot of the stuff that they went through this year could definitely throw a team off. A lot, there's been a lot of drama since the beginning of the year, but I, I think that's totally different yeah. from, from what – had to have not... what, what what took place today, but it just seems like Dolan is very impatient because the Rangers should be they should be a playoff team by yes. now. Yeah, I know that's they're young. Coaching. Honestly, not coaching for failing to develop young players. You get well, Elaine Vigneault was the same way, and you got rid of him. So what's the difference? You know, I uh, mean, side note, it's, carry yeah, on. Wade is doing the same. Yeah, could Vigneault would play the uh, bottom six in critical moments. 
Rather, well, this is a, John's wheelhouse right here. Yeah. <laughs> David Quinn simply will not play young players in favor of veterans or just play them in roles that do not fit them or just put them all together so nobody has a clue what's going on out on the ice. Constant changing of lines, constant influxations, no chemistry gets developed. The only reason the Rangers won as many games as they did is because they have some good talent, like, at the top end. I, I do agree with you. I will say that my thing with the Rangers watching them the, uh, this year and, the like, the last, like, year and a half, two years, is they don't have a bottom six. They have a top six. And that's great and all, but you need four lines to win, win in this league. Look at what the Islanders have. They have four lines yeah. that they can roll. The Rangers on most nights sometimes don't have four lines. When they do, and I saw it last year firsthand, when they did have four lines, I, they can roll. They are a very, very good team. Because yeah, those bottom six lines have a lot of the younger players on it. Like the fact that you're letting these things, these same problems occur during a rebuild and you're keeping the coach who is, you know, not developing the players during a rebuild. Now, John, I mentioned a name to you in a past episode that the Rangers should hire if he wants to come back into coaching. And Rob, I don't know how you feel about this hire, but I feel like Bill Peters nope. would be a... Inter- why? Mm. He's never come, he'll never be allowed back in the NHL. Damn it! It was a good shot. <laughs> not after, not after yeah, he what, tried exiled. Not after how he exited last season. It's not... And the NHL is trying to change its ways when it comes to that that uh, that situation with with racial with the race and diversity never will happen. not happening. He is never going to be an NHL coach ever again. Well, what would who would you hire if you're the Rangers? I mean, you have to think you have to go after a coach who is willing to develop those specifically those two top two picks, Capo Caco and and Lafreniere. You have to find a coach that's that is willing to work with those two. And be willing to work with your superstar in Artemi Panarin. I think uh, I'll throw I'll throw a name out there, Claude Julian, because he had to do it in Boston. He had to do That's it with a good guy. one. I mean, and Pasternak and and Bergeron and Krejci and, and McAvoy. He, he can develop. He, he can develop players. He, he can. can. He can. I didn't that think was, of that. That's the kind of coach I think where the Ranger, the state that the Rangers are at now, where they're they're going to be entering the final year of their rebuild next year. They need a coach that has experience and has a winning pedigree. Look, David, I thought David Quinn was the right call for when they hired him because on paper it looked great. It looked great on paper. But I, I think they need an experienced coach now. I think they're they've reached that stage where. Yeah, your owner wants them to win. Your owner wants a winning team, but you also need a coach that has been there before and can develop guys, can develop players into becoming the best they can be. And I think championship. Until look, until Quinn is let go, we can all we could use, we could do all the speculation in the world. If I were to hire, if I were to pick a coach, it'd be Claude Julian. Uh, I mean, the guy he's won a Stanley Cup and he's had new, numerous. Uh, he has innocuous amounts of playoff experience. You know, I can't you think of a can better hire. Get a team to win. No better hire. hire. Isn't a better hire. 
And it will make those Islander Ranger games amazing. All you need is the Ranger stacks to be a legitimately good team for that. Can we make an argument that, you know, Isles Rangers top five rivalry in NHL history? Of course it is. Of course. Of course. Anyone who disagrees should be sent to the pit of misery. But I can tell I can tell you right now, it's not a rivalry. It's been one sided for a long time. Even yes. after, you know, even though the Rangers won a few games last year, the Islands have dominated them for the past yep. six, seven years, and it's yep. not even close. Nope. So until the and just you look at what Larry Brooks wrote in his article earlier, that what the Islanders did to them really was the like the proceed proceeded to lead to these changes. That shows it you did. that. This is the uh, the Islanders are the clear winners of the rivalry right now, and it's it's not going to change until the Rangers change. Yep, yep. I can agree a hundred percent with that. Oh, I, this reminds this this whole transition with the Knicks and with James Dolan reminds me of a specific scene from Avengers: Infinity War. Did are the are the Knicks good? Yes. Yeah. What did it cost the Rangers? <laughs> it did. This in this uh, in this market, you can't have one good without having the other good. Unless it's the early '90s, it just doesn't work that way. Yep. One team, one team has to be dysfunctional, uh, and the other has to be actually functional. Unless you're the Giants and Jets. Sorry, Both guys. Dysfunctional. Even though they play in the same building, it's two totally different franchises. Still, but they're both dysfunctional in their own special ways. Oh, Jets are Jets are starting to show a little bit of functionality. So, oh, they are. I'm excited. I am I, too. I am so pumped. I mean, I, I want to see it happen on the field. It's yes, great to talk about you it. You need to John. You need to get new owners for that shit to happen. The Johnsons are toxic. I think the Johnsons were toxic. No, I. Look, I'm going to give the Johnsons maybe a, a bit of the benefit of the doubt here. I think they were toxic because they they let Adam Gase brainwash them, even though it was more Chris than it was Woody. And, there was issues before Adam Gase. Oh, of course, of course, but that's like, the that's the it's not Wilpon or Dolan level, but it's bad. Oh God, not as bad as that. No, no, that's like I, a new bar. I think, I think they got the right guys in place now, and I. I like I was just, I want to see it on the field. We could talk about it on paper. We could talk about it on this podcast. It's got to be done on the field now. They got to win on the field. Yep. 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 I completely agree. Um, I, I, we could talk about how the Rangers are trading in the right direction. We could talk about the Jets are going in the right direction. But, um, Rob, as residential Islanders fan between the two of us, uh, two Islander fans in this room here. How concerned are you going into the playoffs? On a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a 5. And I say it's a 5 oh, because they, over the last three seasons that they made the playoffs, they've kind of sputtered toward the finish line of the regular season. And then they figure, and then they turn the switch on. So, and listening to what Barry Trott said yesterday, that they, this team, they're battle-tested and they, and they know that they're going to have to pick it. They know that they're going to have to pick it up, you know, next uh, once the playoffs start next week. I am not totally worried. Where the last was last night and Monday night, where they uh, was it concerning a little bit. But as people have said to me, and 
and and they're right in a sense. They're coming off a Ranger hangover where they played two of their best games of the season, two of their best games of the season, and they clinched the playoff spot. So that emotional letdown was there to be had. But yep. I think that this team has proven now that they know when the lights are on, when the when the lights are the brightest, they'll 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 shine. Uh, I just I hope these next two games, these next three games, just get out of them unscathed and get ready for the playoff, and and hopefully things do hopefully they do turn it back on us. Yeah, I hope so too. Not, I, I don't believe they have this <clears throat> they 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 clinched the playoff so they kind of should just let guys get healthy, rest up and it'll be fine. And there's nothing look, there's nothing wrong with that because the home ice was no. already probably out of the question uh last no, week. They'd, they'd be have... better off on they'd be better off long term just letting guys heal up who are banged up. Yeah, I mean, at this time of the year, everyone's banged up. But I mean, they won't say exactly what it is. But yeah. I, I feel that it's not the worst decision to do those type of things because you want guys fresh from the playoffs. It's a totally different grind, like like Trotz was saying yesterday. Oh, yeah. Totally different mental grind. Oh yeah. I think that this team will be ready for the for the postseason starting next week. I I think that the way that they played the last few weeks has it been terrible at times. But has there been other times where they look like that team that they can beat any they could beat anybody uh, any opponent? Same, yeah. So right now, it's just waiting and seeing the these next two games with the Devils. If, if they go the way people that we think they're gonna go, the 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 panic level will be turned back down to like a one. If they're still showing the same signs that they did against Buffalo from the last two nights, then you could start to panic a little bit more and, and really start to question whether this team will will go on a deep run uh, yep. for, the, for the next month or so. Yep. I completely agree with that. Uh, John, you were not kidding when we did our uh, the NHL preview when you said th- this season would be a bloodbath and you were not kidding. You were not I saw kidding. it coming a mile away. Oh, well, interdivisional play all through regular season kind of sets you up for that. All right, so assuming the playoff structure stays the way it is currently right now, like if the four teams in each division, the way they are ranked, are in the are in the playoffs as we speak, you know, the North, West, Central, and the East divisions, yeah. who comes out, out of each division? Which two teams come out of each division in the, uh, the mm. after the end of the first round? Excuse me. Uh, I, I, I'm at a loss. Uh, that's I'm lost on that. Well, yeah, because it's it's hockey. It's hockey. It's hockey, baby. Let's do I, hockey. There's so I many believe different that... combinations. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And you're asked, yeah, like, I could make arguments for everybody, like if I really wanted to. Yep, I cannot wait. It is exciting. It is exciting, my friends. I don't like to make predictions, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself. Smart man. <laughs> I, I want to see how things play out with this whole with the, this division format. Uh, it's a little different than the bubble last year, but there's gonna be some very very hot matchups to, oh. to go starting next week, and I'm very excited for it. I I'm, love the division format. It made a oh great regular God. season. Hey, It'll I make a great postseason. 
after about the first month or so, I hated it. I want like I got sick and tired of seeing the first three times. The Devils. the only thing I didn't oh. like is how it's like you play the same team back to back. Like they made it into like mini series almost, like Rangers yeah. players right. back to back. That's great, but after a while, it's like. I'd like to see them play the Blue Jackets. I'd like to see whoever played the Blue Jackets or the the Red Wings or somebody. Just give me something else other than division matchups. They can get yeah, very well, I personally wouldn't want to watch any Blue Jackets or Red Wings being played. I don't mean it to sound like that, but get, I like variety. I, don't I like know it. what you mean. I just had to say it. Um, I don't blame you on that one. I'll blame you on that one, guys. I really don't. All right. Uh, Rob, we're gonna let you go. We're gonna let you go because I know you're busy as hell. You got you got a couple you got a couple pods to do. I don't blame you on that one. Yeah. So uh, we will let you go. Let's take a quick break, guys, and we'll see you guys in the next segment. It's time to BS. <laughs> it's part of being an LSU guy. It's part of being an LSU. <laughs> I mean, see Odell Beckham and Tyron Matthew for details. But you want to know something though, Dan. Yeah. I'm going to take a jab at this fan base. But he's the only Ohio State quarterback that can say they won a national championship. <laughs> a U Stadium podcast. Thanks, Rob, for joining us in the last segment. Uh, John, you going to do a sandwich review? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so... We're doing a new th- – so if you missed last week's episode, we're doing a new thing. Um, we're going to do a weekly sandwich review or a bi-weekly sandwich review, how you want to call it. Uh, basically, what we do is that uh, we will travel to certain parts of Long Island and obtain a sandwich in which we will take a bite out of it, tease it, and then review it on the next episode. So um, – if you guys missed it, I did travel to the great depths of Huntington, New York, uh, for a very famous Islander-themed deli, Blue Line Deli over in Huntington, New York, and I got one of their famous heroes, the Blue Liner. Now, it is as constructed, garlic bread, chicken cutlet, American cheese, bacon, and Thousand Island dressing. Fucking mouthwatering. That sounds. That's like fucking stoner food right there. Yeah. Perfect for you. Sounds good for me. Perfect for you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I am ex- speaking of. Oh my god, John! <laughs> uh, time for me to eat my. Oh man, yes, I got it. Oh, I... oh god. <laughs> But regardless, um, this sandwich was nice and... Oh, my God, John. (laughs) You are the fucking worst. (laughs) You are the worst, man. (laughs) Do I eat two or three squares, you think? Oh, man. I don't know. (laughs) I won't do more than three. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. But honestly, that's the sandwich you can't go wrong with. Oh, boy, yeah. So it was a nice buttery and garlic sandwich. It was nice and sh- – it was, it, was, it was crunchy, too. It was crunchy bacon. 
It wasn't Ooh. even like chewy. It was crunchy. I mean, there's a deli I went to. I wish I knew the name of it, but they had the best bacon I've had in a long time. Oh, so fucking good, man. Like, it was crunchy, but had, like, the perfect flavor. Like, so good. Oh, so good, bro. It was really fucking... I, I, I wish I could, you know, like... Because it's it's far from me, from where I live, but I want to go back there again and get like oh, there's another one called the uh, the the Selly. I can't remember what it is, but it's so fucking good. It's so good, man. Um, yeah, again, part of me wishes I could go back. Honestly, like, only when I work in the area uh, can I go back to places I like. Like, my favorite place on Long Island is just so far away from me, I'll never go. This is is true. This is true. Yeah, yeah, because I just went to a place that slapped the other day. Fat Boy's Burritos in Belmore. Oh, do we we have to go to Bubba's Burritos now? What, the Brotato? Bro. Can we go to Bubba? Bro, hold on. Hold on. Is this game breaking? We we need to go to Bubba's Burritos. (laughs) (laughs) We need to go to Bubba's. Okay, so okay, so we might just preview. So we might uh, by accident just preview just preview the next sandwich review. So there is a burrito bar here in here on Long Island called Bubba's Burrito Bar. It is well known throughout throughout our area here on the island. You get the brotato. But there is a specific burrito that is tradition to have at your first time going to Bubba's Burrito Bar. You know what it is, John? The guilt trip. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> it is the ultimate fat man burrito. <laughs> uh, so basically what it is. A, it could feed a family. Oh, man. So And these are just like massive burritos. Like these are like, like six Their inch specialty burritos are huge. They're, like they're yeah. fucking gigantic. So, it's like six inches long. It's awesome. They're huge, out of context. So good. <laughs> but so what the guilt trip is? It's rice, uh, beef as like steak of some kind, mozzarella sticks, bacon, shrimp, French fries. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. For everyone listening to this podcast, um, get it, get it, please. If you're ever on Long Island, go to Islip, New York. Get your ass the go to yeah, Bubba's Burrito Bar. Yeah, get you the guilt park trip right behind Main Street. It's worth uh, it. I'll oh drive god. from Bayport to Islip just for Bubba's sometimes. Oh my god, I don't blame you. Ah, uh, so me and John. Just basically did a preview of our potentially next sandwich review. Now the great question is: Does a wrap count? Does a burrito count as a sandwich? That's hard. That's a tough one. I guess it is tough. Oh, this brings back a great question: the great sandwich debate. Damn. That's like 
if we go to Bubba's, like, I'm not opposed to going to Bubba's because I'm never going to say no to going to Bubba's, but are we even reviewing sandwiches at that point? Yeah. Or, that's a tough one to say. True. Oh, God, and I got to look. You know what I just realized? They put this Ranger Cap game that had a hundred penalty minutes in the first period on national what? television. Is that an NHL record? I'm not sure. Is the what's the NHL record for penalty minutes? It's like 304, right? There could yeah, something like that. But I just realized that, in that and now we have a four on four, so the second period is going to be penalty filled too. And this is on national television at the Wednesday oh, night hockey. This is amazing. You know what you gotta love how the NHL would talk about reducing fighting and all that, and now they yeah, have a yeah, good televised fight night. They're nationally televised in this. You know, I'm shocked it took until the end of the season for something like this to happen. Yeah, good luck. Good like luck all the inter- fighting. Yeah, because of all the interdivisional play and everything, I thought that they were there was gonna be something like this quickly. Oh boy. This is priceless. Yeah. One thing's one thing's for sure though. They need to put the Red Wings and Blackhawks back in division. That rivalry back in the, that rivalry back in the day was amazing. It was. And honestly, I feel like both teams like lost part of their identity when they changed the, the alignment. Oh my god. Because that rivalry dates back to the original six days. Those franchises are some of the oldest, like, most established fan bases in the league. And they've, you know, you're from Detroit, you're raised hating the Blackhawks. You're from Chicago, raised hating the Red Wings. Oh, boy. Do you hear? uh, Do you remember? So, Twitter is, uh, Isles Twitter is back in this. So, Rangers Twitter. So, for those of you non-hockey fans are wondering, uh, if you hear whistling in the background, that is the Potvin Sucks chant. They changed it. A very infamous part of Islander Ranger history has been changed. Potvin Sucks is now Wilson Sucks. <laughs> Honestly, I think even as a Ranger fan, it's about time because the Potvin shit, like, people, a lot, well, half the fans there don't even understand the context of the chant. No. A lot of the Ranger fans just, I mean, it was a clean hit. It was clean a 19 set. Yeah, like the fans then were saying it just only because they lost the final. And then, like, the younger fans, like, don't even know what the hit was about. They don't understand that it was Ranger Islander rivalry at the peak. And Back honestly, Wilson. Oh, yeah. And Wilson is a blight on the league history. Dennis Poppins, a Hall of Famer. Yep. Dennis Poffin is a halt. Dennis Poffin's one of the five greatest defensemen of all time. Yeah. I remember like one time I was drinking with my dad and he was telling me that the Rangers were trying to coax him out of retirement to play in 94. Oh, boy. Imagine if he was on that team. Uh, I'm pretty sure in 94, the Rangers were trying to get everybody. Yep. I don't blame you on that one, my friend. I don't blame you on that one. Yeah. Great. Now I want to go to Bubba's Burritos. Me too. Damn. We're gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a whole like. We're gonna have to do a whole podcast just devoted to that place. Just. 
What if we do Wonka Bards and Bubba's? Oh my god. <laughs> I want to put this on Twitter, man. I may have just accidentally previewed our our next sandwich. But damn it, we have to ask everyone on Twitter the question of is a burrito even a sandwich? Here's a hint. Is a burrito a sandwich? You know what deli we should also go to to highlight it? Neighborhood deli in Bayport. Oh, I, I went there. I went there. I went there for bacon and cheese for the first time in a long time. Oh, that place slapped. Oh, this shit's good. Firehouse in Blue Point also. That shit's... Oh, my God. I love it. Yeah, gotta oh, love it. Shit. I love this shit. Top Golf is open. Oh, bro. When's it open? It? I love Top Golf. Holtzville. Long on Expressway. We're going. We're going. <laughs> We're headed <laughs> dingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is opening. Ever go to Top Golf before, bro? I've been in Vegas. I was in Vegas, yes. Yeah, I went to the one in OKC. That place is fire. Oh. I love that shit. Oh. We need to find a way to get Mike on. <laughs> I think he's recording his podcast right now, but we'll we'll definitely record uh, the rest of the show tomorrow because we oh, we still got an hour. <laughs> we still got an hour of recording time to do. We do. We have a lot of things to cover. Uh, curse the two-hour time slot. <laughs> hey, if I extend the time slot, I could have given the little history of Razor's mismanagement. You probably could. Twenty-first century. Well, the reason why we went to two hours is because one of our guests, Zach Kyleman of the Gridiron Gallery podcast, uh, took a whole 45 minutes on our hour <laughs> time slot because he loves the Bears and will talk for hours about football. I don't blame him. Hey, any him. Bears fan who could talk for hours about football, props to them with some of the shit they've seen. Oh, God bless him, though. God bless him. Yeah. Hey, I like the Justin Fields pick. I love it, too. I love it, too. Yeah. Because he, he adds so much to that offense. Yeah. It's the most it's the most talented. It's like the first time I can say the Bears actually have a talented athlete at the quarterback position. Oh, that's amazing, man. It is amazing yeah. shit. It makes up for the team incompetent enough to pass on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes for what a dipshit. What a dipshit. For Mitch Trubisky. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, my God. And Ryan Pace did not lose his job for that. How the hell Ryan Pace still has a job? I have no he idea. He traded up for Trubisky, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, yeah. Paperwork bullshit. Yay. We were like, that's a GM who mans it to fuck up anything he does. Oh, man. I love what the Giants did, though. So the Giants are actually in the right direction, too. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. Like, the draft actually, like, when you look at it, it was logical. Yeah, it was. Like, each of their picks, I can, like, you know, come up with, like, a logical reason to why they made that pick. That's a fair point. What's the score of the game, by the way? 
2-0 Washington. Fuck, really? Come on, man. You're fucking me up. Uh, I don't think the Rangers have any interest in actually winning the hockey game tonight. Yep. I'm pretty sure they have one mission and one mission only. Blood. Fuck Tom Wilson. (laughs) Yeah. Because you know, sometimes, you know, after things like this, the other, especially since they're already eliminated from playoff contention, I have a feeling that there's only one thing on these players' mind. True. And, like, I can't really blame them for it either. Because, like, if you saw that shit happen to your teammates, you'd be wanting blood, too. Oh, yeah. I would have wanted blood. Absolutely. Especially, like, especially to the best player on your team. Yep. Yeah. I'll blame on that one. Yeah. Uh, because like if you do, if yeah, because if you just went and played a hockey game, like nothing would happen. You keep getting pushed around in the future. This is true. This is true. Jesus Christ! Do you hear my neighbor? No. You didn't hear him? No. Is he screaming? He's thirteen years old. He's screaming off the top of his lungs. He's playing Fortnite or whatever upstairs. It's bad. Why do you have to scream about playing Fortnite? You can't just play your video games in peace? Yeah, like, what the hell? Like, I know I have... I, I don't even have that. I don't have that live anymore. I had it but at my parents' house. But, like, the only reason I don't have live is because I don't want to do what he's doing. Yeah. I'll blame him. I mean, I have live, but I haven't even been using it much lately. I don't blame you on that one. Alright. We're going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll play some ads in the process. So, uh, we'll see you guys in the next hour of our show. Yeah. Like this wasn't just a Bubba burrito ad. Oh, for the love of God. We're doing that event. We're going to Bubba's eventually. All right. See you you guys in the next hour, guys. What's up, guys? It's Dan from Time to BS Podcast. Are you looking to get your team's favorite gear at the best prices out there? Look no further than Fanatics.com. There's always some great deals at Fanatics. Every league, every team at the best prices. Get your fan on at Fanatics.com. Hi guys, it's Dan. Time to be us podcast and the Unhinged Sports Network have recently partnered with FuboTV. What is FuboTV, you might ask? Well, here's the thing. FuboTV brings you hundreds upon hundreds of channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and many more, without the hassle of a cable contract. Don't believe me? Click the link in the description now and start your 7-day free trial today. What's up, guys? Thanks to our friends at U Stadium for supporting this podcast. Do you like sports and debates? Oh, we know you do. Don't lie to us. Download the free U Stadium app today and talk all sorts of things sports and even earn some great prizes. Debate with all kinds of fans from the NFL to the NHL, even UFC and many more. Download U Stadium on Apple and Google today. It's time to BS. What is more likely to happen? Uh, Mike tr- Mike's Broncos trade for Joe Burrow. 
I'll see you guys later. A U Stadium podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hour 2 of Episode 102. We have done 102 episodes of this bullshit. Damn. A lot. That is Jack, the first voice that popped in. Uh, Rachel Hello. is here. Rachel is here. And joining us, we have a newbie in the house. Nick. Hey, Hello, Our everybody. Gargles fan. Oh, <laughs> The one, the one that we've argued with, I've argued with for the last yeah. year or so, and now we finally get to meet face to face. The time. only one we're missing, the only one we're missing is Josh, and the NFC West is complete. <laughs> he's got to get on here. At some he's point. shy and not at home. Oh, he, he oh. he's shy and not at home. So that's yeah, all. Good. I tried. No I tried. problem. No problem. So, we have a lot of shit to get to while I'm uh, enjoying some peanut butter and and a glass of milk in the process. Listen, post-workout snack, I have to do something, okay? But I'm also watching the Islanders Put Devils. In the the pro- yeah, there you go. Also watching Islanders Devils in the process, and it's a good game so far. No score. Uh, Jack, before we start with some football talk, Tom Wilson, what do you got? Uh, most of my anger is directed towards George Peros. Yeah. Because, true. because he can go fuck himself. Uh, I'm not going to hold back on that one. I think Woo! that the, 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 the department of player safety has been in, it, it's been a complete shit show yep. and it's been a, a total circus as of late. And the, the NHL as a whole, honestly, it like, it really makes you wonder how like, Player, the teams are getting fined 250 grand because the Rangers put out a statement saying that they disagree with the decision to not suspend Tom Wilson. If you don't know what happened, by the way, this guy cross-checked someone in front of his own net. In the neck. In the neck. I forget who he cross-checked, but then he went after Panarin and just, like, after the whistle, just attacked him and, like, body slammed into the ice. And he just, like was being so aggressive and no suspension it was Pavel Bujnevich by the way if you're wondering okay there you go but no suspension what the no fuck no suspension not I don't even for the hockey, playoffs but that sounds like it should be a suspension yeah it sounds unnecessary yeah. it's why why no suspension like, and you're only gonna find him five grand and when the rangers speak out about it oh Gary Bettman's feelings are hurt you get 250 grand fine Long Island's own Gary Bettman by the way I just found out. I just found this out. And then, and then the, the following night, the two teams play each other again, and off the opening face-off, there's like oh, it was fights. beautiful. That it game, beautiful. That game was a massacre. I love actual. Massacre. I love that shit. Nick, you need to get some hockey. I tried to in the beginning of the season, and then I just kind of lost interest in school. Got to be way too much, so I just tried again. I couldn't it. keep up. You'll love it. It's be- it's better it. with fans, I'll say. It's a lot better with fans. Yes. I like the fight. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I see highlights in there, cool, but I couldn't keep up with the whole game yet. Yeah. Like Maybe next year. Fight, but... 
We also had the Ice Girls hockey, too. The Ice Girls in hockey. That, that shit's great. I can't. My sight is too bad. I can't keep up with the puck going across. <laughs> That'll happen. It's pretty small. It's a little hard to keep up with sometimes. Uh, it's, it's Once you watch like several games, like maybe a couple hundred games, you can keep track of it. Yeah. Like, I can keep track of it right now. I'm I'm watching the game right now on my phone, so I'm dedicated. I have to wear glasses to do all that kind of shit, and I'm not interested in putting on glasses to watch a game of any kind. There you go. That's fair. So, I wear them enough to work on the. Um. No thanks. And by I'm the way, we got what we got, Jack. Yeah. Before we move off of hockey, we mentioned this off the air. We need to mention it on the air too. Um, my man, my all-time favorite player. I think it's official. Anze Kopitar, thousand career oh! points. The captain. The captain. Very well deserved. Hall of Famer guaranteed. His number's getting retired guaranteed. Yeah, his, his number's getting retired. He's, he's, if not the best Kings player, one of the best Kings player of all time. Absolutely. So, best of all time. I wouldn't say the best of all time because Gretzky played for them, but... That's Gretzky, though. Yeah. He Top played in St. Sure. Louis like two years. Two years? No. 18 games. Close enough. Close enough. All right, moving on. Anyway. Draft talk. There we go. How's everyone's? How was uh, everyone's draft weekend? Uh, to those who had a first round pick. Busy, but it was it was fun. Uh, Nick, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Cardinals' first round selection? I a lot of Cardinals fans hated the pick at first, but I actually really like Zayvon Collins because he yeah. is. Kind of what we wanted Jordan Hicks to be, but a million times better and can actually stop the run and and cover because Jordan Hicks can't do that. And he's faster and bigger. So he's Jordan Hicks, but 10 times better at the Mike linebacker position. Is Devondre Campbell still there, by the way, or is he a free agent? Uh, he's a free agent, and I'm happy. He was awful for us last year. Oh. I can't say awful. He He did his job better than what we had before, but he wasn't good either. It's a fair point. Uh, Rachel is not happy with Mac Jones. I can already. <laughs> I don't think anybody is. No, I, I can't am, though. It's a great fit. It's a good fit, but it's still Mac. It's a great I fit. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. Because, like, do I refer to Kyle I've never seen him play. But, I mean, this one missed call that Belichick, or one missed throw that Belichick saw happen has me going, eh. But at the same time, We've been watching Scammer Newton play for us, and he hasn't been good in three years. So, so I want to be uh, – when I did up my first mock draft for Unhinged Sports Network, I made a bold trade that the Chicago Bears would trade three first-round picks to the Seahawks for Russell Wilson. Yeah, and I was I was prepared. I was prepared well, for it to happen. They got a quarterback. I was prepared for it to happen. But um, shut up, timer. And uh, I was prepared for them to take Mac Jones with the 20th pick. Seattle getting Mac Jones. <laughs> it's a perfect Pete Carroll horrible. fit when you think about it. I would have yeah, laughed. you run the ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't need to throw it at all. That's why you want Mac Jones there. No, that's why Pete yeah. Carroll wants Mac Jones there. That would, be, that would be sad, though, honestly, when you have guys like Metcalf and Lockett. Yeah, that'd be a and waste. And now Dwayne Eskridge. 
And now Dorian Escort. I love that pick. If Mac Jones, if Jones sucks, I'm gonna be so pissed off. I swear to God. Oh, it's the Because Brady had some big, big ass Uggs to fill, and nobody has filled them yet. I mean, all McCorkle has to do is beat Cam out, which after seeing last season, it doesn't seem like that hard of a job. True. Yeah, and I mean it's it's not going to take one year, and you're just get, instantly going to get a replacement for a guy like no, Tom Brady. I mean, hell, look at the Jets. It's it's been fifty, sixty years to find a replacement for Joe fucking Namath. You mean Mark Sanchez like a decade ago? Yeah. Listen, as a really listen, as a part-time Jet fan, I was excited for the Sanchez pick until. The until, butt fumble? Yes, until the butt fumble came. I grew up a Jets fan because my dad was one, and then I grew a brain, so I know how it feels. That was that was. I blame my mother for... I remember that. I blame my mother for giving me this Jets love. But I'm dedicated, dedicated to this team along with the Seahawks, so... I mean, it is we tough. haven't had too much success over the last few years either, so I can't talk a lot about it. That's the Bedwell's fault. Probably the Bedwell's fault when you think about it. Him and Kime, because apparently... I mean, I was in on Josh Rosen, too, at the time, but that was... I still wanted Lamar Jackson over him. To be fair, he was my QB1 in the draft. Rosen was two. The church of Josh Allen is disappointing you. His rookie season proved he was to me, and then he turned out great two years later. So and I accept that I was wrong there. It's a running joke we have on this show called The Church of Josh Allen. <laughs> the Church of Josh Allen. We also have The Church of Wallstrom after Oliver Wallstrom, yeah. which is a running joke on Twitter on Isles Twitter. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> and if you're talking about a plot. And you say the wrong name, you owe whoever five bucks or the jar five bucks or whatever. Haven't done that in a while. We haven't done that in a while. I still have the old bet on my. Oh no, I don't. I took it down. I had it a couple weeks ago on my board from when. um, mm, Who's the fuck? That what's his name? Shit, I forgot his name. Scotty Miller. No, one of the guys that we know that was on the podcast. He made a bet. Uh, fuck, damn it. One nothing Dallas. Damn it. Really? Kawasaka's still playing? I thought he retired. Yeah. Where, 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 where'd that thought come from? He's been playing for a while. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, for the love of God. Top shoulder. Oh. So Top how are the... Um, terrible, terrible goal. How are no, the ice flyers doing, and how are the Bruins doing? Bruins are in the playoffs. The you East guys watch Division, the, As of we're recording this, the uh, the only two playoff spots that have nice. not been clinched are the are fourth place in the North, uh, the West, and I think the Central. Jack, am I correct? You're, I know you're right about the West. Yeah. Kings make it? Yes or no? Okay. No. no. Not yet. I will say the Kings beating the Coyotes definitely helps their chance, but I think they have to basically win out if they want a shot. Yeah, which they probably probably can. Probably can. They don't play the Ducks anymore, which is 
They, they've had mixed results against the Ducks. A blessing so. when you think about it. So, kind of unlucky, though, because Ducks are terrible. And now we hit the highlight of the show. Aaron McFuckface Diva, I keep going, Rogers. Discount oh, check. That one. Discount check. That's going to be fun. Oh, this is going to be great. First of all, okay, I'm going to start with this one by saying this. Why the hell are you complaining? Why? It's not like he only has an all-pro offensive line. He's trying to. By the way, by the way, he's sick of he's sick of being stuck in the NFC Championship game every year. By the way, he wants to be the next Tom Brady. Holding calls every fucking game. No, it's not like this team has won almost thirty games in back in two years. Back-to-back NFC Championship appearances could have gone to a Super Bowl and probably would have had a better Super Bowl against Kansas City. Then again, I could be wrong because Green Bay's defense is a bunch of fucking frauds. Yep. This is my wheelhouse. When you got Kevin King on one side. <laughs> Fuck Green Bay and the titled fans in particular. They don't. They don't deserve anything. I don't like Green Bay that much either. No, That's why we kicked their ass a few years ago. Thank you for beating them in overtime in that wild card in that divisional playoff game. But but profusely kiss, get your ass kicked by Carolina. You know To be fair, to be fair, Carolina sucks. To be fair, I want to be clear. At that time when I made the picks of that game. I said, whoever beats, whoever goes to the, uh, plays the Cardinals in the NFC Championship game. You're welcome. You're welcome. I also. But we're getting kicking ass. But kick the Cardinals' ass. Let's be clear here, because that Cardinals team was incredibly as good as Arizona lucky. was that year. They were also flawed because why? Carson Palmer. Yeah. The best I, I mean, I can't disagree, but we shouldn't have lost, like, what was it, 50 to 10? 49 to 15. I remember the score like it was yesterday. It shouldn't have been that bad. It should not have been that bad. But then again, we could trash the Rams by scoring three points in the Super Bowl. But I also, yes, Rach, we know. I'm wearing the Seahawk jersey, and my ex-girlfriend was a Patriot fan during yeah, that I say it, game. I just we have both experienced pain. Shit. All I did was point. I said nothing. You have a good head coach, Jack. Sean McVay is going to keep you guys relevant but, forever. You know, let me throw this out there. Let me throw this out there. How about them Patriots? Oh, shut up. Nick, Jack, are you guys, are you two Naruto fans by chance? No. Damn it, I can't say this joke. <laughs> Look up, uh, look up Pain from Naruto the next time you get the chance. And he has a very specific quote. And now, this world shall know pain. It's great. It's great. The, 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 the pain thing I made was when we lost to the Jets, and Jets fans were pissed at, uh, pissed as well. So, like, I took that, the, I made a meme. You know that, like... One job. You, you, know, you know that meme where it's, like, those manly guys, like, handshaking, and it's just, like, these two like buff guys like shaking hands like they're agreeing on something. Every day at the gym. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> like yeah. one 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 was the Jets, one was the Rams, and they were just shaking hands, and it just said pain above it. 
<laughs> on the handshake. Cause like, how did you feel after that game? Like, what? what was um, the first I was like, I was like, is this is a team that's supposed to be competing for a playoff spot, and we have the ability to bounce back? But holy shit, you just lost to the Jets. Thanks, Jets, for giving me uh, the happiest days of my life. God, I I oh, wanted yeah. that was that was the day I finally wanted Goff out. Like I was debating it. <laughs> Because of how inconsistent he was, and then you go and lose to the Jets. Yeah, you're done. Get out. I mean, he tears up Arizona every single time they play. So he's consistent with that. That's that's a coaching thing, I would say, because I think our defense Probably. has had more solid games against Arizona than other teams. So, oh boy, yeah, mo- most defenses do. Jack, what are your thoughts on the uh, the Aaron Rodgers uh, keeping up with the Kardashian situation? He's being whiny for no reason thank you i don't i don't know what what why what what has isn't this guy supposed to be like one of the biggest team players in the league sure my ass apparently not anymore like i don't i don't understand like what he's so frustrated about the packers have been a consistently strong team like like you like you just mentioned back to mac nfc championship appearances yes um Maybe he's pissed at the fact that like he keeps getting screwed over in the fact in the sense like the Packers like didn't th- their drafting has sucked. Yeah, their They're drafting. Also- yeah, it's been pretty bad, and they don't do anything in free agency really either, like ever. I mean, to a degree they do, but we're also. I mean, the Packers are a very weirdly run team. They don't open up the vaults very often. But when they do, yeah, I mean this, yeah, Mark Murphy, very good. It's it's a technically a family owned team when you think about mm-hmm. it. The Murphys own the Green Bay Packers, so Jesus, excuse me. Oh God, I mean, I mean, no, they're owned by their fans too, I guess. But I know, yeah. you, I know what you mean. Agree, yes, but. It, you could say all you want about how the about Rodgers is pissed off because Jordan Love was drafted as his replacement. First of all, asshole, you were the same thing with Brett Favre. I think that he wants to be the next Tom Brady. He's kind of pissed off because he doesn't have nearly as many rings as Brady does, even though he's been playing as long. He will never Correct be Brady. I don't think. I think it's too late for him to even come close to being <laughs> the next Tom Brady. He wants. Yeah, he's he's got to play another decade to get close to that, and he's yeah. not going to. But if Rogers anyone's going to come close, it's going to be Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, I can see yeah. that. I mean, but, Mahomes has his flaws. But yeah, but he's, he's like what? Is he seasons. like year three now? Year four? I don't even know what how long he's, he's going into his fourth, and he's been to two Super Bowls and already won one. Yeah, starting yeah. his fourth year. Right? Well, he's fourth year starting, fifth year playing. Yeah, yeah, that was it. And yeah. already been to two Super Bowls. He's he's the closest to or to beat Brady right now. That's cool. He can try. Mm. I might he not will. be. He's Brady not in New England anymore. You don't have to suck his dick anymore. Oh Jesus! Nick, you'll fit in perfectly. <laughs> Just a little bit, but anyway, um, <laughs> Brady's not on the Pats. I mean, I still root him on, even though he's on the Bucks. And when the Bucks play, I'm like, 
get in, my guys. Come on. You know, you came from the past. So y'all are still my people. That's that's just what it is. And any any of the other guys on any other team, I root them on no matter who it is. So when the Bucks but and Pats play each other this year, who are you rooting for? It all comes for? down to you are greatness. Another, I'm just, if you're playing us, I'm rooting for the Pats. I agree with both of you. <laughs> Say your peace, say your prayers, whatever. I pats all day. It is what it well, is. You're not gonna win all that much next no. season, probably. No. Did you guys oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> love of God? I don't know about the Patriots next year, actually. I think they'll be better. I don't think they will be like oh, because you th- you think about Mac Jones and it's like you you can question that pick all you want, but then they you think about their crazy spending spree and free agency. They got guys like Hunter Henry. I mean, the only I mean I mean you stadium his own Hunter Henry. Woo! But uh, but I mean, I like Jonathan Smith. I like Hunter Henry. I like Matthew Judon, Kendrick Bourne, and that's it. That's it. Nelson Aguilar, you know. Ooh, Nelson Aguilar. Ooh, ooh, first round pick. I like the Trent Brown trade. Yeah. I like that. I like that move. I would have liked it more if they kept Marcus Cannon. As much as this pains me to say, if I was Bill Belichick, I'm starting Mac Jones week one. I'm not rolling with Cam Newman. I think I Mac Jones gives him a better chance to win. Amen. Cam Newton can sit in the back of the line. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Right. The yeah. running back. You don't have a good running back. I agree. He has a, he has a legal number for it now too. So exactly, he doesn't sure. have to change anything. Oh, Actually, sure. Damian Harris wasn't too bad last year, but this is true. Everyone else sucks. The Patriots also had a lot of people opt out last year as well. Especially yeah. Yeah. defense, so that should be a lot better too. Yeah, so, I'm, they'll at least be better than they were last year. We're that. getting off track. You realize that, right? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Aaron Rodgers. And what the hell? <laughs> I think I think we're all kind of in agreement, though, like that he has no real reason to be complaining like this. Yeah. No, he's no true. reason to be pissed. And he keep like people keep saying they don't draft first round receivers. You don't need to like you have Devonta Adams not first round, Jordy Nelson not first round, uh, Randall Cobb not first round. You can find talent elsewhere and also go into free agency and find it. I get their second wide receiver isn't the best, but you don't Dallas need to drop in the first round. He's a deep threat machine. Yeah, but he drops open balls and catches contested ones, which makes zero sense. Yeah, true. I uh, like Lazard more. Or the wide receiver. Rogers could be something. He was good at Clemson, right? That yeah, was, season. Yep. Uh, I think we can all agree on this. If Aaron Rodgers does sit out for this season and finds his way to go to Denver, Chicago Bears, NFC North Champions 2021, fight me. Fight me. Not yet. They have to commit to starting Justin Fields. Oh, they will. If oh, it's not Justin Fields, if it's Dalton or do they have Glennon now? Is that their other backup? It's, I think, not no, I don't division. think so. No, it's. They have some other guy like that. Jay Cutler. I'm just kidding. <laughs> God, I wish. Oh, I think Cutler. Oh, God. Cutler's going for 5,000 yards when he comes back. Jay Cutler would be. I, I would like to have a drink or a cigar with Jay Cutler. 
I would. He's such a cool dude. I'd hang out with him. I'm There's trying to think. Here. It was Dalton or... They have another backup. I, I, it, it's someone like Mike Glennon. I can't think of who it is. Though. Fails? David Fails? No, I don't think they'd soup that low. <laughs> um, that was good. I like that. Someone looked it up. Thank you. <laughs> was it the like dude it on the down. Patriots? Um, trying to find their roster right now. It or oh, it was Nick Foles. Is it really oh, still it's there? Nick Foles. Eagles. Eagles. What? Ew. I was I was close to Mike Glennon. They're similar. Oh. <laughs> Even though one one is a Super Bowl MVP and one is Mike Glennon. Yeah, uh, it, it's still. By the way, it's still. Um, it makes me laugh to think about how they have that statue of Foles and. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, Doug Peterson outside their stadium, that and both of them are funny gone. As hell, though. I think it's funny that they're paying Carson once forty million to play for the Colts. <laughs> That's better than the statue. Which will be a good team, but I think the Colts will be a very good team. That I that think they will be, yeah. That that situation fits perfectly. If Carson Wentz doesn't improve from last season in Indiana, in Indiana, it's his fault. Like he, there's nothing else to say about it. He's done if he can't do better there. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, trade for Nick Foles. <laughs> trade for anyone. Pressure. Sign Mike Glennon. He'll do Take better. You can say that. You can say <laughs> the same thing about like Jared Goff too. Like in Detroit, if he doesn't perform, then. Yeah, he's done. He's you can't then you can't really blame anything else. Their offensive like, line, though, good God, it is drool worthy. Yeah, it, Detroit. It's actually good. Yeah, yeah, dude. Penay Sewell. Oh my God. How the hell he didn't go to Cincinnati? Really questions everything about the Bengals. So, my do you want to protect Joe fan. Burrow? <laughs> do you want? Do you want? Let me let me rephrase that. Do you want to? Do you want to? draft a, a talent in the secondary or do you want to try to protect your quarterback who was about to be rookie of the year until he tore his ACL and MCL and Taylor Tynan. and yeah everything in his knee yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my cousin is a Bengals fan and he I was mean, on the side to oh, draft Jamar God bless Chase him. God bless he him. wanted Jamar Chase and what the fuck is wrong with him his reasoning he sent me something on Twitter it was like a story about how Peyton Manning and the Colts had like an average, like no name offensive line, but amazing receivers and running backs and stuff. And he's trying to compare it to that. Okay, he's got a decent point when you think about it. Okay, but oh, no, Jack horrible pissed. names on the line. Not Jack no names, pissed. they have awful. Oh no. Jack is pissed. He's gonna lose his shit. I can't wait. He just left the, he just left the chat. Uh, he, he's gonna he go find my cousin. <laughs> he left the room. He's so mad. He'll be back. Hey man. He's mad. I can tell Jack had to lose his fucking marbles. About what? About was... Peyton Manning. <laughs> about Peyton Manning, why? About Pey- about uh, what Nick's cousin said, about uh, the Colts and uh, the Bengals are very similar with Peyton Manning and Joe Burrow. They drafted Hall of Fame receivers and have a mediocre offensive line. I thought you were pissed off. No, nah, I was... Uh... Told you you weren't pissed off. Hmm. I, I didn't I hear, like, even hear it, so. Damn it! thought it was funny. I like that matter. <laughs> right, he's, he's using that to justify it. Like, they're the same situation as if the Colts didn't have a great head coach and the Bengals have Zach Taylor. Nick, as a Cardinals fan, I have faith in the birds. 
because I, I swear, I, I, am I, I might be the only one who thinks this way. I don't trust San Francisco next year. Wow. I don't. Is, is that because Josh isn't here, or is that because you're no? I'm serious. Him? Like I, okay, okay. This is coming from me as the most rational Seahawks fan, you know. Probably outside of JP. I mean, outside of Justin. I mean, I like Justin. He's cool. Yeah, he's cool. He's really chill. But why the hell didn't I call him? I could have called him. Fuck. <laughs> could have called him. But um, how many can you get on the podcast? He's been on before. He's been on before, but I'm assuming he's busy as hell. But, hmm. I mean, it's – when I look at the following – first of all, Jack, no offense, the Rams did nothing to improve their offensive line. Absolutely not. Nothing. What? Like, in, in, in the draft, no. Like, I, I they was – Did anything in free agency? They didn't do no. shit. They lost I was say, I think they signed anyone. Uh, Deshaun Jackson – Oh, Deshaun Jackson. Ooh. 32-year-old. I'm, I'm actually not as worried about Deshaun Jackson as some people, like, act like it. No, I, I think if, it's if he can say healthy, I think he's good. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be just fine. It's just that, like, what, what angers me about the draft is that you already have Deshaun Jackson. You have – they have so much have depth at wide receivers. Van, this is supposed to be Van Jefferson's breakout year, I feel like. Yeah, and then they draft much. another wide receiver with their second round pick. What are you doing? Trying to just give Stafford everything. Now that honestly, yeah, you think history of back. I do, I don't trust. I don't. I don't trust um, Brian Allen as a starting center next year. I don't either. Is, oh, and the, starting I, center. Who 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 is that guy that was available? I think it was uh, Creed Humphrey. Yes, I yeah. wanted he, him. I wanted so him bad. so bad. I was like, you got to draft Creed Humphrey. He's like the perfect center option. I don't trust the other guys. Should have fleeced the Raiders for Rodney Hudson. Honestly. Like, oh. Fuck. We, like, we got Gabe Jackson, though. We got Gabe Jackson, which yeah, is that, a good Yeah, that fit. was a good deal. That was a good signing. That was a really good deal. So, like, O-line's probably our biggest question going in. So, I don't Every, I mean, every team other than the Rams, sorry, improve their offensive line to a degree. I, I will say that Sean McVay said this draft was more about depth because he kind of trusts the offense as it is, which I, I agree with to an extent. I, you, have I, more, you have more wide open throws. Or more yeah. vertical options with Stafford than you did with Goff. Exactly. Yeah, the skilled players and like, are definitely trustworthy. But the yeah, I, tr- I trust the uh, Cooks. Cooks, jeez, I'm living like two years ago. What's his <laughs> name? Uh, Woods, Cup. I trust those guys. I trust uh, Cam Akers as the running back. It seems like they're done with the committee and approach. Henderson too. Henderson's a good backup, but I think they're committing to Cam Akers as the first guy. Good. Um, yeah. Which is fine with me. I absolutely trust Cam Akers. Uh you have to this this all fits on the defense then. Yeah. And how good is the defense going to be? Are, the defense isn't going to be as good as they were last year. No, yeah. but I, they're still going to be backs? a solid defense though. Like you no, have to solid, yeah. Like they like Jalen Ramsey and Darius Williams as the starting corners. I love that. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I forgot about Darius Williams. He's nice. Yeah, Thanks. he was he came out of nowhere. He's crazy. Yeah. Um Thank the Ravens. Thank you, Baltimore. Uh, the the only question I have is on safety. 
because I like Jordan Fuller. I think he's a great safety. I like Taylor Rapp, too. Like, yeah, I was going to say Yeah, Taylor I love – I forgot about amazing. Taylor Rapp, actually. I love Taylor Rapp. He kind of had a down year last year, but I think he'll bounce back just fine. Um, you lost to John Johnson to – Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing I worry about is losing John Johnson. That's the one I didn't like because he was insane. He was yes. one of the most underrated safeties in the league. Yeah. Um, I like what we did. <laughs> My big concern on defense is linebacker. That's still a hole. Yes. That, yeah. And that's a huge I don't, hole. What did we take? Like an Ernest Jones or something? I think so. I think that was his name. I don't remember 100%, but like he would have probably been available in the. I would have liked the Ernest Jones pick more if they took uh, Creed Humphrey in round two. Yes. Yeah, because it's like at least because like at least you're filling both holes. You're yeah. filling your center hole. You're filling your linebacker hole. But I'm gonna keep my master on that. Okay. I missed the joke. <laughs> She's lagging a lot for me. I think she's having too much fireball. Probably. Am I the only one that? No, Am I the only one that thought that? You're good. You're good. Am I the only one that thought that? No. I thought of it too. Oh, no, now no, I think about it. No. Now I think about it. I'll leave it alone. I caught the joke. I caught, it. I caught it. I caught it. I caught the joke. Good call, I'm not Rach. Telling you High five. <laughs> no. High five. Good call. Good call, Rach. Good joke. Okay. She's oh. lagging. Yeah, she's lagging bad for me. I can't really it's that hear southern well. per- It's that southern... I can't help it. I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's all good. Sorry, it's still funny for those who caught the joke. It's still funny. I'm going to like, have to listen back to it. And yeah. Yeah. They'll have to rewind or some shit. Or, or... I can't help it. That's, oh, that's, funny. Funny. that's what she said. That's what one of those jokes. <laughs> hey. Hey. But, but uh... I, I like what the Cardinals did. Rondell Moore. Rodney Hudson. Rodney Hudson. Oh First God. of all, what the hell? I mean, I, I, the Cardinals were... I, I like Rondell Moore. I think A.J. Green's more of a fourth option now. I think he's going to be our starting out, or second outside receiver. God help us. Uh, it'll be D-Hop and A.J. Green, and then it's going to be Rondell Moore in the slot because Christian God Kirk help is going to lose his job. What about Christian and, and, Kirk? He's gonna be either backup slot or if we go four wide, he's the fourth. Rondo I love Christian if he's Kirk. healthy. I, I wanna get Christian I wanna Kirk. see Andy Isabella just shipped out for anything or just cut. Send it to us. We need okay. slot receivers. Literally yeah. give us anything. I I cannot stand him. He body catches, he's fast, but he doesn't do anything else. Alright. He'd be good well, for a possession. I need because I need to know because uh I like the Eskridge pick. We need it. We needed a slot receiver up here, but uh, we also just need receivers in general. One guy. I like I, I will say too. I, I I'm surprised we haven't really brought it up much yet. The fact that the Seahawks only had three picks in the whole draft. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> like what? <laughs> I forgot that? about that. Hmm. I wonder why is that? Hmm. They're a specific player who cost two first round picks. Let's boy. Shocker, shocker. How a long is he going to be a linebacker? A linebacker. edge rusher. 
Blitz Boy. Ah. Sick of it. God, I hate him. Love him as the player. Love the player. Love the player. Hate the personality. Yeah. Jamal Adams, for those wondering. He talks a lot of shit for letting up like 89 or 80 plus. Cooper Cup made him his dad in the playoff game. I'm sorry. He shut up. Okay. He absolutely did. But who's the favorite? Can we talk about the Bucks? Who's the favorite in the West? Who's the favorite in the (laughs) NFC West? Realistically, probably the Rams. But I think Cardinals are a close second. Honestly. It's going oh. to be a competition. Absolutely going to be a competition. I think it's the Rams oh, yeah. and Cardinals. Don't and then Seahawks and 49ers are probably fighting for third and fourth. Oh, I'm pa- I want the pit of misery. I do. I want anything to get rid of Pete Carroll's incompetent, inconsistent ass. He's never going unless you guys go like two and fifteen. Yeah, he's gonna be like um. Nah. The worst part the is old, uh, is the New York Giants part. coach Sean Payton. Tom no. Coughlin. Tom Shanahan. Coughlin. He's gotta be Shanahan old to get it. Pete Carroll could literally go winless, and he'll still keep his job for the next four years. Probably. I don't know why he's, Seattle likes him so much. He's he's the like, voice. He's, not an he's awful ridiculous. Coach, but he's not good. I will I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what play it was, but I remember there was like a, a play in the Rams Seahawks playoff game that he or it was it was it was at some point when our teams played each other last year, and it was just so obviously wrong. And like everyone on Twitter was just losing their mind. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> and it was just the funniest thing ever because it's like. Again, he was just, just so obviously wrong with his challenge, but he just did it anyway, and it's like, oh, God. I just don't understand why he wants to run the ball. I think I know the so player you're talking about. And... I have to rewatch the game. I don't know either, Nick. I don't know either. But that's it what cost him no that one Super Bowl. I think, ev- I think every NFC West team had last year had their ups and downs, and they had their laughing stock moments for sure. This defense, though, has got to be better. The yeah. defense has to be better here. Well, yeah, you were on a historically bad pace for the first half of the season. And then we traded for Carl Stunlab, Jamal gets healthy, and then what happened? 15th overall. Yeah, defense gets great, and then the offense gets bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't understand it. Can they have two good things at once? What happened? Because they went back to running the ball because their defense got better, and oh, Russell Wilson stopped being good. Yeah, true. Every year, he is first. Well, he yeah. It's MVP exactly. season for the first like exactly. five, six games, and then it's just bottom ten quarterback for the last half the season. I do love the Shane Waldron hire, though. Oh, I, I was mad about that one. I love it. The Ram, uh, the Rams are also, by the way, the kings in the offseason of letting their entire staff get raided and not doing shit about it. <laughs> it's, it pisses me off so much. Lord, Lord mercy. My husband used to be a Rams fan when they were in St. Louis, but once they moved to L.A., he was like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm not in it anymore. I mean, they're he technically... Stopped. He just stopped keeping up with as, it. As, as much as I say, you know... When I think of the Rams, I mean, the first thing I come I hear of the, is the greatest show on turf. For those three years in St. Louis, the I've greatest show that. on turf. That's okay. the first thing I think of when I think of the Rams. But I also think of those in the 80s with Eric Dickerson when they were in Anaheim. 
Anaheim, right? Back with, yeah, they were they were they were still Carmel. They were basically pulling in angels, like they were still. I'm not quite. The Raps, but... By the way, the Anaheim it should just be named the Anaheim Angels. I didn't start watching football. with this Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. That's By the way, fucking boys club. Yeah, like for one thing, that's just ridiculous as hell. And then for two, by the way, the Angels letting they they just straight up cut Albert Pujols. Yeah, they did. Is there, is there something behind this that I don't know? That, uh, that's he's in the final year of a ten year, two hundred fifty two million dollar contract. I I still think cutting him. Why would you cut that? Why would you cut that? I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Don't don't pretend that you're an LA team when you're in Anaheim. Pavel oh. Bushnevich has been suspended for one game for high sticking Anthony Mantha of the Washington Capitals. Fire Peros. One I game suspension. I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh God. How about both of y'all looked right? At the same time, Did you see how they both looked right at the same time. They were both like, "Damn it!" All right, can we talk about the Buccaneers? Are they done? That they brought back. They are interested in having another ring. We can we can absolutely talk about the Bucks in a second. I just want to see what he's. No, Angel has forced my hand. Who has? The hawk, the the National Hockey League has forced my hand. Oh. Ready, ready, I'll go with you. Ready? Oh, look at that shit, nice and smooth. A... Oh. Yeah, but why the fuck are you drinking out of a glass? Because I'm not you. <laughs> That's right. There is only one of me. I am singular. There can only be one great one. Excuse the fuck me. I can't beat you on that one. That's a good point. Frozen bottle. Frozen bottle of peanut butter whiskey. Fitting. I'm also having that. Is that the peanut butter one? Nice. You still drinking that one? Hell yeah. It's a damn good one. The last time we had a show, the last time we had a show, I finished the last bottle I had. This is the new bottle. Oh, for the love of God, Rach. I don't know if Nick drinks whiskey. Uh, not a lot. I'm kind of poor. Same. My husband just that's, randomly, that's he'll, like, come home with a new bottle. And he's like, here you go. I'm like, oh, you how much I had. It's great. I love you. Uh, All right, so we'll talk about the books. Yep. This fucking They're getting Julian Edelman in the next team? couple weeks. Yeah, I hope not. That'd be so We all know it's going to come. Julian Edelman. Y'all know. I'm not on the user. He's going to go to Denver. Because, because I'm Edelman on TikTok. Denver? Lot, Edelman to Denver? Hey, what? Edelman? Oh, Edelman. I thought I was saying Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, no. Edelman. Edelman like, they if got Edelman them. goes to the Bucks, I swear to God, I will have a total meltdown on you, Stadium. All of you need to witness it and be just like, I know, I knew it was coming. I knew. It's I'll coming. probably disappear for a couple of days. 
They got Gronk. They got Brady. So it makes sense for Edelman. Go. They brought back Edelman. Hold on. Let's they, they, they basically become the, the they got AB. Oh, they got AB. God. Yeah, AB played New England for like half a game. The top Tampa Bay Patriots. Dan, don't touch me. Antonio Brown. Turn it up again. Oh, for the love of God. Oh, we're pausing real quick. Transition to the next segment before the end of the show. It's time to BS. We're going to do some uh, ASMR. Oh, it's sexy. Uh, Welcome to Time to BS Podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. How is everyone doing today? A U Stadium Podcast. Alright, so mm-hmm. we got a few more minutes before we end the show for this week. But I just wanted to say, you know, special shout out. Um, excuse me. goes to our friend, uh, dear friend, Kimmy. Uh, Kim the Isles Girl. Uh, she's going through a... Uh, very difficult time right now for those of you who don't know out there um her uncle has been in a coma for uh, the last five weeks so uh she's uh so if you're if you guys are listening uh to this show and if you've gone this far uh, almost two hours in uh say your prayers for her you know message her let her know that hey we're thinking of you um Kimmy, I hope you're listening because, hey, listen, we got your back here. Um, if you need anything, just shoot us a message, anything. But uh, mental health is very important to, to people's lives in particular. And uh, we usually end the show from now on with a, a mental with a mental health note. So we're doing a thing called the Choose Song Challenge where – we get anonymous messages of a song uh, that has helped you out in your quest of mental health recovery, you know, suicide, etc. Um, one song that we did get a note from, I can't remember what it is, but it was, I have to find it on Twitter. It's, uh, where is it? It's fucking somewhere. Gonna go into the archives here of bullshit. Yay. Uh, well, I'll find it. I'll find it in a second. Oh, yeah, I found it. There it is. Uh, just fuck. Click on the tweet. Thank you, asshole. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is by Bad Wolves Zombie, who you know originally wrote the song Zombie, uh, The Cranberries. Back in the Love 90s. That Love yeah. that song. The girl from the Cranberries. So, anonymous submission for a great uh, for a great song that would hit me pretty hard. Uh, I would always be bullied online and in life in general. Sometimes I would like, I wanted to be dead, but in the end, I would always keep my head up and try the best I could to stay upright and move forward. So, we encourage you. Here on this, here on, you know, the Unhinged Network, you know, Time to BS, U Stadium, whatever. Talk about these things, you know, talk about mental health, you know, because it's a very important part of, you know, your life. Because if you're not right in the head, you know, Marshawn Lynch said best, protect your chicken, you know. 
<laughs> Take care of your chicken. Take care of your chicken. Take care of your chicken. <laughs> we must protect Marshawn at all costs. <laughs> What's up, Rich? I'm only here so I don't get fined. Oh, I miss him. I miss Marshawn. <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl too. Yeah, thanks, Nick. No problem. I can't talk too much. Yeah, you can't say shit. Hey, but May was is May. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So. Jack lost two Super Bowls to the same fucking team. Sorry, that's why I haven't said anything. <laughs> you know, you know how you know how Tom Brady said he would trade two Super Bowl wins for for him going nineteen and zero. Yeah, sure. I know exactly which two he should trade away. <laughs> <laughs> Not my QB anymore, so I care less. I care less. But you still support him. I do still support him, but not on the same level as I used to. Yeah, that's fair. That's like, fair. I'll, like, I'll still support Jared Goff, but not on the same level that I used to back in, like, 07, what am I saying? 17. I mean, 18. Now, he was balling out for real. Oh. When I miss that Jared Goff. If that Jared Goff was still around, the Rams would be in the Super Bowl last year. I, I always... 2016 David Johnson. Oh my god. <laughs> 2015, uh, 2017 Jimmy Graham for me. Yeah. yeah. That, that fucking nice. trade. I was so excited for that trade when it first happened. Um, I was. It's not as bad as the Percy Harvin deal, but. I can name a couple other trades that were just fucking disasters. Sheldon Richardson. I posted I posted on the U that I thought Belichick would trade some of his new people that he received and that he bought for. He would trade for one of the higher ups on the trade market, like a Trevor Lawrence or a number two pick. I don't remember who the number two is. Don't tell me because I forget in five minutes. If Trevor Lawrence somehow some way Belichick trades. If, I if Trevor Lawrence somehow goes to the Patriots, I will jump off a bridge. I wouldn't watch this season. If I Bill would Belichick stop watching Trevor football Lawrence, for a long time. What? Come on, guys. Rach. Be positive. What are you talking about? Rach. Yeah. No. Yes. No. No. Just for that. No. You're finishing last in the division this year. Oh, God. Hey, the Patriots are used to greatness. We've asked what I had to yeah, deal with this for years. Twelve, so twenty years now. Fifteen, sixteen. Patriots can suffer for a decade. Hey, they need it. I, can I tell you? Can I tell you guys this story before we end the show for today? Yeah. Can I tell you guys this story? So, uh, the first year, the first year, for the love of God. <laughs> Rach is still a minute behind. Rach, signal. Thank you. But <laughs> sorry, I'm an ass. <laughs> but uh, the first year Le'Veon Bell was on the Jets, uh, I went to Manhattan for the U Stadium draft party, and at the time, Nick, I'm here. What? I am. Uh, your signal. You. Your signal was bad. No, my phone was like, you need to charge your battery. Okay. But. Uh, Nick, you, I posted a picture Sorry. when I went to that draft party in Manhattan with my girlfriend at the time. I can hear you, though. Oh, we can hear you clearly. 
But uh, I remember, But when we got, I should have gotten in a video. She's a tech we fan, went, right? Yeah, she was. Yes, she. Yes, she was. Why are you looking off in the distance like that? I'll tell you a little. Late. I'll tell you when we're done recording. But okay. um, kind of hit a nerve there. I'm sorry. That's yeah, all right. But uh. Uh, I should have gotten a video where the where the entire bar was filled with Jet fans, and the oh, second God. they saw the Pagers jersey, the second they saw her, <laughs> everyone oh, started booing her, as they should. And I I, I responded <laughs> with hey, and I responded with hey, listen, I've been to more Super Bowls than you guys, so I can't really say shit, <laughs> but also, fuck her. <laughs> Good. That's she a good response to it. She had her... Uh, I got a slap in the face, but rightfully so, because she had her Rob Gronkowski jersey that I got her while I'm in my Lowfoot Tatupu Super Bowl Forty jersey. Oh, my God. It was a gr- it was a, it's a great jersey. It's a fantastic jersey. <laughs> so, uh, once again, thank you guys for joining us for uh, this episode of Time to Be Us podcast. Uh, that's going to do it for us. On uh, Unhinged Sports Network for for this week. Uh, God, we're, we were so far behind. <laughs> Rightfully so. Uh, It'll be like that sometimes. It will be. It will be like that more often than not. Uh, Jack, Nick, Raish, thank you for joining us for this episode. Woo! Thanks for having uh, me. Everyone, to the Unhinged Sports Network, thank you for starting your weekend with us at Time to Be Us Podcast, and see you guys next week.